Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Investigator Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Chad, alongside my beautiful wife, Sherry, on tonight's episode. We are going to be talking about the Mandela Effect. Have you ever thought you knew something for sure? It was part of your childhood. It was part of your memory. It was something that you could recount so easily that never existed. Did you ever think that? Is, is there anything in your mind you just thought, man, no, there's no way this didn't exist? Well, that's the Mandela Effect, right? That's basically the Mandela Effect. Now, we've also done podcasts uh, about CERN, which is a Large Hadron Collider, is a particle collider um, to where they're basically looking for other dimensions. They're looking for parallel universes, the God particles. And so many people believe that potentially these Mandela effects, which are becoming more prominent almost, it seems, uh, in our day and age today, where people think they remember something from their childhood, which actually never existed including movies and 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 the way you pronounce a label or a or a food product all of these things that we knew for sure this is what we've always known it this is what our friends called it this is what even friends can remember scenes of certain movies that actually never existed right and you both know the same saying yeah you're like what wait a minute that never existed how did you know that and i know that too yeah exactly so is the mandela effect real well what we can say is that the mandela effect is in fact real right um, but why and what causes the Mandela effect is up for question, right? It's up for debate. And we're going to talk about that on this episode. Is it CERN? Is CERN opening up these parallel universes, shifting our time-space continuum, uh, some type of interstellar shit? Or is it just our brains that are doing things weird that we just don't understand? Maybe we believe something based on certain little changes mm-hmm. of our thought process. Which is it? That's what we're going to talk about on this episode, guys. Welcome to the show. It is February the 1st, new month, new day, new adventures. Uh, we are in the second month of the shit show, and uh, which I got to be honest, man, news has been really quiet the past two or three weeks, which is, you know, you always hear about quiet before the storm or the calm before the storm. I just feel like it's just too quiet lately. I mean, yes, there have been some things happening. We had chicken plants burning down in Texas, multiple of them. Which, uh, you know, I don't know. They haven't ruled that as domestic or as domestic terrorism yet. But we've talked many times about, you know, all of these mm-hmm. plants burning down in America. We've had egg farms burned down. We've had chicken plants burned down. We've had cattle uh, farms burned down or thousands of cattle die. We know that the globalist agenda is to take away our food supply and then resupply us with bugs. And uh, I don't know, yeah. no cars, <laughs> 15 minute cities. 
The whole nine. And my mind, as far as opposite of the Mandela effect, effect is I don't ever remember chicken farms being on fire, ever. No. Have you? No, no. Like growing up or cow farms or no, anything like that? No, it just didn't happen, no. It never used to happen before, and now it's happening all the time. Like, what the heck? Yeah, it's funny. I As I was kind of researching Mandela effect and kind of going down this rabbit hole, someone was like, you know what the biggest Mandela effect for me is? I thought this asshole Joe Biden was in prison. <laughs> and, and, yet, and yet here I am. He is not. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. And I'm sure you could say the same thing about Trump, right? If you hate right. Trump, then you could definitely say the same thing, right? Um, but I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, pretty funny. But is the Mandela effect, is it something that we just don't, we, we, we misremember, right? Or, mm-hmm. or yeah. we build memories off of things we think it was, but it but actually it really wasn't. wasn't. Yes. And also for some reason, was there, was, was there something in either the writing, the text or the, or just the concept or the, or, or maybe another movie mm-hmm. or all these things that so many people build off faults, uh, faults memories. memories off of. Yes. Even like you said, spelling of certain things, everyone, everyone remembers a way that something's spelt and it's completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll give you one example now, Totino's versus Tostino's. I grew up eating Tostino's pizza. I don't know. I don't know shit about Totino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like if someone says, hey, do you want a Totino's pizza? I'm like, where the hell did you get that shit from? The Dollar General? Because that is that is that is the Dollar General version of my Tostino's. Yeah, that's okay? like the generic version. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. It's like the generic Tostino's. So, no, I don't want no Totino's pizza. Yeah. Um, and then there's movies. There, there's all these different things. Berenstain Bears versus Berenstain Bears. There's another one. I always remember it as Berenstain versus mm-hmm. Berenstain. And stain, right? And we're literally talking about spelling here. Um, uh, you know, Baron and then S T E I N versus Baron S T A I N. So mm-hmm. these are completely different spellings, completely different even pronunciations. But you know, if you look up Baron Steen versus Baron Stain Bears, you will see so many people saying, "I remember back in my childhood, or even you know, as a middle or high school, where we would have these debates about." how Steen was spelled, whether it was spelled as it says S-T-E-E-N mm-hmm. versus S-T-E-I-N. Mm-hmm. And so there were so many people that used to get in debates about right. that. And now they're just saying uh, it was not, it was neither. It was actually Baron Stain bears, bears yes. right? Um, another great one is the uh, Fruit of Loom Cornucopia, right? So Cornucopia is basically this basket, like a weaved basket type deal that, you know, is is um, overfilling with fruit that is on the ground. And when you, I think of the label right now, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that basket with the fruit coming out with those, especially the purple grapes and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all that. That's what out I think about. Out of the brown yes, basket. Yes, yes. Yes. And so according to Fruit of Loom, that never existed. It was only just fruit. So how right? was the fruit just like floating in air or what? No, it was, it was just, that was the logo. <laughs> but so many people believe that. Yeah, it um, was like in a brown basket. Yeah, it was a brown basket. It was it was overflowing with all that. So it's, it's very interesting, right? Uh, and then you got to think of the movie Shazam, right? Uh, and, and I need to make sure I get this right. But yeah, Shazam, which was one of my, one of the movies I always remember. Shazam was a movie about a genie and um, and it was played by Sinbad, right? And yet, supposedly, uh, that never existed. Um, Shazam never actually happened. And I need to make sure. I just want to make sure because I, I don't know why I'm um, why I'm misremembering it now. Because no, I, but I've been... you're, you're right because I read that today too. That Sinbad was never the character of the genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, yeah. So it was essentially where Sinbad played 
uh, uh, a, a genie in the movie Shazam. And so, but, you know, Sinbad supposedly says it never happened. And so this is just something else. I remember Sinbad playing a genie, and yet we just we just seem to forget that. I want to play a quick clip about the Shazam effect and what we're talking about here. Pretty short clip, but proof dimensions are starting to mesh together. And we're going to get deeper into this in just a second. Here you go. Starting to mesh together. If you remember watching Shazam in the 90s with Sinbad, the actor, well, the movie never existed. You all remember a movie called Shazam with Sinbad playing a genie. <laughs> I know what? The movie was never real. It was, uh, it's, the rumor started in 2009. I don't know where it came from, uh, but it's not real. Millions of people remember watching this movie, but it never existed. Apparently, it's a Mandela effect, a collective false memory of something that a lot of people remember, but it never happened. Uh, just like, for instance, the Mandela effect of the Monopoly guy with the monocle, the Berenstein bears with an E, and George the monkey with the tail. These things never happened. And the thing is, I recently found videos of people who actually have a VHS tape of the Shazam. I still don't understand the whole issue with this movie Shazam with Sinbad. If it never existed, how come a lot of people still have the VHS tape? Are we in a different timeline? Time travel? Parallel universe? What's going on? So there you go. So there are people that have the movie Shazam on VHS. But yet they're literally trying to tell you that it does not exist. That's just crazy. Now, I didn't grow up in that area, so I didn't even watch the movie. But I've heard of a lot of people saying that. I know that existed. It was my favorite movie. Yeah. That's what people say. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. crazy. And, and I remember the movie. I remember I remember Sinbad playing the genie. I remember the whole nine. I don't know exactly what the deal is that. And maybe I'm off. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely misconstrued. But, or um, misremembering. Because yeah, that's misremembering. What the, a Mandela effect. And really, when you think about the Mandela effect, you have to think about Mandela himself. Yeah. No, you're right. No, you're 100% right. So Nelson Mandela was, uh, many people believe that Nelson Mandela died uh in a prison right and mm-hmm. and, and he actually didn't die in the that 80s way. because you think about in the 80s that was what was going on is all about him being in prison and he was starving himself and wouldn't eat and everybody thought he died then but that's not really the case when did he actually die 2013 no. i never remember that yeah many people remember nelson Mandela dying in the 80s while in prison some even remember his widow giving a speech after his death but he died in 2013 um, that was a big one. And as we already talked about, Berenstein Bears, Tostino's Pizza, Bambi even. The fact that Bambi's mom never actually died in the beginning of the movie, even though many people remember Bambi's mom dying in, in the beginning of the movie, which is why it was so sad. Yeah, I mean, I remember being in elementary school and crying watching that movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sex and the City. Sex and the City aired from 1998 to 2004 with a much-awaited comeback in 2022. Yet some people still remember it being as Sex in the City. One explanation, it could be a lazy pronunciation of the word and, uh, which sounds more like sex in the city. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that was something else. Pikachu's black tail. Well, Pikachu from um, Pokemon. Pokemon. Mm -hmm. You know, many people say that um, Pikachu is having a black tip tail, but his tail is yellow. Yeah, and when you think about it, I'm I'm a Pokemon Go player. So I think about when I have a mental picture of Pikachu, I see this yellow tail with the little black stuff on the bottom of it. It's very triangular looking yeah. but when you really go back and look at pikachu he has no black on his tail no it's crazy um it is pretty nuts i and so we'll play a couple of examples i, I want to play this viral tiktok 
clip. It's very short, but um, this guy kind of calls out some of these things. Um, some of the things we've already talked about, but we'll, uh, it's, it's very short. And then we're going to get it to some, some serious stuff about like, if there are things that actually existed like Shazam, the movie that so many people remember. And apparently some people have VHS tapes on what could be causing this. What could be causing the fact that supposedly these don't exist anymore. Here you go some more Mandela effects that I have not seen before, so check it out. Here's more proof that we switch timelines. What brand do you think of when you see these pizza rolls? Now, if you're from my timeline, you would have said Tostino's. It's Totino's. Where did the S go? And you guys know Jordan sneakers, right? The logo always had shorts, but supposedly it's always been pants. How does that even make sense? Who plays ball in pants? And wasn't the Mississippi River the longest river in the U.S.? Well, supposedly it's the Missouri River. And we all know the song, We Are the Champions. We all remember the ending of the song. He goes, we are the champions of the world. But that's not the ending lyrics. It just ends with, we are the champions. And I no, I am not tripping. Y'all cannot tell me that the Energizer Bunny has had its battery on its leg the whole time. I kid you not. It's always been on its back. You know, the whole agenda with the Mandela effect is questioning history so they can change history. Because if there's two people arguing, then they both could be true. Think about the Mandela effect as a step. So today you question what this is. And but there's, there's two options. But let's say in five years, whatever those two options it can amplify to another two options because now it's so long you forgot the first Mandela effect. And eventually they can just change history to whatever in the third or fourth layer of a Mandela effect. And so ultimately, if their agenda is to change history, as long as people are arguing, they can amplify these changes over time. Absolutely. And so that let's talk about just the constructural side of uh, an agenda to change history or to change what people remember from their childhood or certain little things, what would be the, whether it be political or agendized um, narrative behind this? Well, he says it here. If you can start changing things through Mandela quote unquote effects to where you can get two sides arguing about something, and you don't even got to really get them arguing, but some, some people can say, no, I absolutely remember it this way. No, I absolutely remember it that way. Mm-hmm. Then what it actually was don't, doesn't even matter anymore. Right, because they can just change it. Well, it doesn't, yeah, well, that's not even it. Like, it's, it's the same with politics. Mm-hmm. Like, now, if we look at politics, there are things on both sides that can be factual. But regardless of that, it's whatever mainstream runs. It's whatever the internet runs nowadays, right? Um, if the internet and Google and search engines and fact checkers and all this shit tell you that this don't exist and never did exist, and they can just get someone to say, no, that never existed or this never happened, then therefore it didn't happen in your reality, even though in your soul, in your mind, it happened, but in your actual physical reality of what you are seeing and what you can look up and what you have access to, it never actually existed Mm -hmm, anymore. mm -hmm. So as this stuff changes, Whereas you get past this and you can start changing history, you can start manipulating what people believe, and then people just think that it's okay and and it makes sense because it's the Mandela effect. So we may not remember that, Mm -hmm. you know, for example, who created slavery, who started the KKK? This is a big argument. It has been a big argument as as far as the Democrats started KKK and then Democrats want to say, oh, absolutely not. We didn't start KKK. Um, you it know, was a Republican. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, on and so or forth. Like during the Civil War. But the, but history has already been changed in that mm-hmm. aspect. And there are people that grew up and knew, for example, I want to say it, Beta, Jesse Lee Peters. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Jesse Lee Peters, if you listen to him, he grew up on a plantation. He talks about, look, he knows because he grew up in this era, and there's many 
uh, old heads on on both sides, both mm-hmm. whites, blacks, mm-hmm. black, you know, that remember history in a much different way than what we have been taught and told um, throughout our history books, uh, whether or not who was the aggressive or oppressor, or not aggressive, but oppressors, mm-hmm. who were the ones that were creating uh, a system to where people would be enslaved or people would vote for a particular party based on certain um, uh, societal aspects of life, all these things. But as time goes on, then that same party wants to utilize those same people, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. and they want to make they want to turn and twist and push the narrative that it was not us. It was them. Although if you look at really who does the worst for those people, it is the people that literally are accused of being the people that started all this shit. Exactly. So, so yes. if, you, if you just think about the reality of it, we are being lied to on a daily basis. And the Mandela effect, the very political agendized side of it is, I think, more so for changing history and doing it in a way that we can utilize the Internet. Right. Because mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Internet's everything. Right. If you can utilize the internet to bring up something that changes history and says that never existed, all they got to do is just say it never existed and you and you wipe out any timeline of it except for people that have VHS tapes, right? I have a prediction. Right now it's 2024. Yeah. In 3024, how much you want to bet that Coca-Cola will no, no longer be Coca-Cola? It's just going to be Coke, C O K E. No, it'll be like and they're gonna drop C-O-K. the Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna drop the Coca-Cola. Or it'll be K-O-K. K-O-K. Or or maybe it just never existed. Because Coke Zero is not spelt the same way as are spelled the same way as Coca-Cola. Well, I'll be honest, you know, at, in thirty twenty-four, um, they're gonna make you believe that Coke or Aspartame never existed because it probably killed a shit ton of people and and somewhere down the road uh, they found out that it gave shit tons of people cancer. <laughs> And so, th- so then by thirty twenty four, I'm like, no, Coke never existed. You guys are crazy. Aspartame, no. We don't even know what that is. What is aspartame? Wait a minute. I think I know what that is. No, no, <laughs> no one knows what that is. No, you're, you're wrong. You're, you're this is Mandela effect, guys. I mean, look, we we've studied this, and and you're just thinking some shit yeah. that never actually. Where did existed. you even get that word? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's very concerning. Now, the greatest Mandela effect uh, to some people is the fact that CERN created the Internet. Now, do we know this? Y'all ever know that? So CERN created the Internet, which, you know, is really ironic. And WWW is also 666. So I know that sounds weird, but CERN's actual logo, if you look at CERN's logo, number mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. CERN's logo is basically three sixes turned in different positions and then it says CERN right but you know if you look at it in in one position um it says 999 or 666 regardless of the way CERN's logo technically is three sixes uh CERN supposedly was also who created the internet uh if you look up where the web was born well Tim Berners-Lee a British scientist invented the world wide web in 1989 while working at CERN so he was working at CERN uh, when he created the the World Wide Web, the web was originally conceived and developed to meet the demand for automated information sharing between scientists and universities and institutes around the world. Hmm. This is actually where the Internet was created, but it was created by a scientist at CERN. Very interesting, right? That is very interesting. So then if you think about like how our history now is being, um, you know, where do we find our history? Where, where do people look up stuff that they are supposed to remember? The Internet. And who controls the Internet? Well, we don't know exactly, but we know that 
we, we should know by now that the internet is controlled and, and 100% manipulated on what they want you to see and what they don't want you to see, you're not going to see. Absolutely. And if they don't want you to see something, but they're going to allow it, they are going to put a little tag on there saying misinformation. Yeah, you're 100% right. Um, so let's get into, I, I do want to play, or not play, I'm going to play that in a second, but I, I want to get into, um, Vice actually did a piece. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And, and Vice is, is huge, even though I think they're going bankrupt now, but Vice has always been. This pretty mainstream news organization, they often do very gritty, um, very... I used to actually appreciate Vice's work. They would do some shit. They were going inner cities, getting gang member type stuff. They were like the guerrilla um, independent... Well, what what now guerrilla independent journalists do, mm-hmm. they used to do. Now you actually have to go and look online to find independent journalists that do the same things Vice used to do in full production. But Vice used to do a lot of things where you would look at look at the inner workings of gangs and 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 the poor and you know homeless and uh, you know even going overseas talking about Taliban. I mean they they've done a lot of crazy stuff, and so they did a piece: um, Is CERN causing mass collective mass delusion by creating portals to alternate dimensions? An investigation. So also keep in mind, one of the leading scientists at CERN had to make an official statement and come out and say, and this is not based on vice. This is based on many uh, very uh, credible scientists, credible people that don't understand some of these Mandela effects as well. But CERN had to actually make a statement said, guys, we are not changing or opening portals and changing the timeline of history they, they literally quoted and, and come out. They had to say it because it was getting weird and it's still getting weird. Well, yeah. And if you think about conspiracy theories, that's on the top 10 list for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the Manila effect is real, but no one knows what causes it. CERN would like you to know it's not their particle collider, though. Um, Cynthia Sue Larson has been on the lookout since July 5th when CERN turned the world's most powerful particle collider back on for a third time. Larson is looking for reality shifts and Mandela effects or evidence of multiple universes, timelines, rips in space-time continuum, and other evidence that reality as we know it has been distorted by Large Hadron Collider. And it quotes, I have been paying attention to see whether reports of Mandela effects might increase now that CERN's Large Hadron Collider fired back up again, Larson, the author of Reality Shifts and Quantum Jumps to Motherboard. She said, so far, I've not yet noticed large-scale reports of new Mandela effects in the past days or so, though it does seem there is a large and growing interest in the Mandela effect. CERN has noticed, quote, 
I have seen a lot of videos going viral making claims about CERN, and when I see that, it tells me we need to communicate even further because they're getting informed by the conspiracy theories they hear. Clara Nellis, a particle physicist who works on CERN's Atlas, a large Hadron Collider experiment seeking to learn more about the basic building blocks of matter, the fundamental forces of nature, and what dark matter is made of, told Motherboard. Now, Nellis posts on TikTok as Particle Clara about the Large Hadron Collider and sometimes about CERN conspiracy theories. A recent stitch of hers um, plays out like this. So I will uh, play you what she says here in this um, clip here. Let's see if we can. uh, Let's see if it's actually going to let us get to the video because oftentimes, uh, yeah, it's not going to do it because it's dumb. No, it doesn't matter. Um, It's just not letting us do it. But anyways, either way, uh, we will get off of that. So since when does double stuffed Oreos, a TikToker says, gesturing to a package that says double stuff, S-T-U-F, Oreos. Um, Look, bro, just because you misremembered something does not mean CERN is going around changing your Oreos. (laughs) Nellis cuts in. There are much higher energy particle collisions happening in our atmosphere all the time. What CERN is doing is tiny in comparison. I can promise you we're not going around changing the labels on your food. Uh, the Mandela effect in large, sorry, in which large numbers of people are misremembering the same thing about pop culture, it's always been double stuff Oreos, is a highly interesting conspiracy theory in part because it is verifiably real. Scientists at the University of Chicago recently described it as an internet phenomenon describing shared and consistent false memories for specific icons in pop culture Uh, their paper described an um an empirical observable phenomenon that persisted across people with no clear explanation where things get difficult is when people suggest that cern an organization that studies physics phenomena is cast as potentially causing these this phenomena a mix of conspiracy theorists researchers like larson and regular people have been searching for an explanation for this collective cognitive dissonance and false memory for decades the International Mandela Effect Conference, I, or also known as IMEC, is a group that broadly studies the phenomenon and held conferences in 2019 and 2020 for people who swear that the Berenstein Bears were actually the Berenstein Bears or, or Stain Bears. That the Monopoly man wore a monocle. He does it and never has. Do you remember that? Because uh-uh. that seems like I remember that. <laughs> um, and there was a movie called Shazam that featured Sinbad as a genie. And of course, the Nelson Mandela died in prison in 1980s. The current uh, leading theory among subset of true believers is that Mandela effects are evidence of multiple timelines, universes, ripping of space time or other physics phenomenon. The thinking here is that there are actually was a movie called Shazam for a specific subset of the population who lived in one universe or version of reality. And those people have somehow either collectively switched realities or reality itself has shifted. And a certain subset of the population has a collective memory of what things were like in the before times when it was Looney Tunes, T-O-O-N-S, instead of Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. For example, I, uh, I've had great good fortune to witness thousands of reality shifts and Mandela effects, including some that have flip-flopped or gone first one way and then another, which has led me to contemplate that as a physicist, Leonard Susskind and Raphael Borsoro suggest that many worlds, interpretations, and multiverse of eternal inflation are one and the same thing, Larson said. The thought among at least some in the space is that CERN's Large Hadron Collider, 
which has helped us discover and verify an astounding amount of new theorized information and subatomic particles, physics, and the nature of the universe is somehow causing these reality shifts. Particle physicists who understand how the LHC works, or also Large Hadron Collider, are not promoting this view, of course. The theory is particularly popular on TikTok, where a supposed whistleblower account called, um, I don't know what the hell that word is, but has repeatedly gone viral claiming to millions of people that, for example, the particle collider is changing the weather around the planet, Mm -hmm. or that CERN is open in parallel dimensions that causes the change in climate. Dozens of other accounts with millions upon millions of views have posted conspiracy theories about how the Large Hadron Collider was set to open wormholes, portals, mirror dimensions, altered dimensions, and so on and so forth. And on the Reddit conspiracy subreddit, a popular post states, let the Mandela effects begin. CERN was successful with the Large Hadron Collider run three. Let's start achieving possible changes in our new reality. And there is no actual evidence that CERN has anything to do with the Mandela effect. Of course, while Larson and the International Mandela Effect Conference Board of Directors are open to the theory that CERN is responsible for some Mandela effects, neither believes that can explain entirely of the Mandela effects they have experienced. Did you just hear this 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 piece? Mm-hmm. So this is what we got to be very, very clear about. Red alert, red alert, red alert. <laughs> just listen to this for a second. There is no actual evidence that CERN has anything to do with the Mandela effect. And keeping in mind, guys and girls, Vice is a massive mainstream news outlet. They are predominantly left or middle-leaning, but mostly left and liberal. Mm -hmm. But they are highly funded by Democratic Party, uh, many other parties. But the fact that they say here there is no actual evidence that CERN has anything to do with the Mandela effect, of course. But while Larson... And the International Mandela Effect Conference Board of Directors are open to the theory that CERN is responsible for some Mandela effects. Neither believes they can explain the entirety of Mandela effects they have experienced. So even a physicist that believes potentially that, well, there potentially could be some type of interaction with some type of particle physics that could potentially make something whatever. But there's no proof of that. So, you know, how are you going to prove it? Um. Anyways, so and, and before I get to this part. So um, the main physicist at CERN uh, believes that this is a possibility, but very unlikely, right? So how is this a possibility, but very unlikely? Like, is it possible that our entire history and things that we believe is is true? Like, like okay, mm-hmm. so we believe something that we thought for sure existed. Right. But yet there's people out there saying, well, no, this is, I mean, it's possible, but, you know, very unlikely. Very unlikely that the the beam and and the shit we're shooting around to try to actually figure out physics of the universe might actually screw with some portal type stuff. Right. Well, guys, we've done an episode on CERN and Stephen Hawking, among others, uh, had came out. Stephen mm-hmm. Hawking, great mm-hmm. physicist mm-hmm. of our time, also a parent pedophile that was doing orgies. <sighs> um, <laughs> and that's that's kind of a Mandela effect because how do you do orgies when you can't even move? I have no idea. So all right, go he on. Must have changed space and time to do it, but. Either way, Stephen Hawking, along with other physicists, said CERN could be a disastrous experiment in our reality. It could. I mean, these are physicists mm-hmm. that said CERN could open up portals or black holes or other things or other Absolutely. shifts in reality yes. that we do not understand. And we got to be very careful with this. Yes. And CERN is on the search for the God particle. And I believe they might, I think they found the God particle. I think they did. And that's why it's so dangerous because this is, yeah, this is the biggest thing that we could find. Yeah. But 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Somewhat, is CERN, yeah. Is CERN really involved with this whole Mandela effect? And you keep calling it Mandela effect because that might be a Manila. Mandela. <laughs> it might be a Mandela effect soon. <laughs> Manila and Mandela. But thinking about the two words that you're just saying, you said Mandela instead of or Manila instead of Mandela. Manila? What the hell are you talking about? When you're reading, you say Mandela. Manila instead of Mandela. It's... Okay, it could be that, or could it just be that people pronounce things differently or the spelling is different? Like maybe it's a a homophone. Maybe it's two words that sound the same but have different meaning. Or maybe it's just a a pronunciation that we all get used to saying and it just changes the real name of it. Maybe. Maybe it's not anything that we're thinking maybe it has nothing to do with that but why, i don't know but why would physicists say that it's possible that this could possibly happen but unlikely why would they even say that i mean i don't know i guess because um, anything is possible yeah okay i guess and that's why we're talking about it right <laughs> so um let's get into cern and the mandela effect five terrifying theories about cern um this is going to be a great clip guys and uh, we'll talk about it on the backside. here you go Let's take a dive into another dimension, one where we can learn the truth about what is really happening behind the closed doors of one of the world's most prestigious scientific institutions. The European Council for Nuclear Research, known as CERN, has been at the forefront of many of the major scientific advancements since its induction into the research community in 1954. From the development of the World Wide Web to the discovery of the Higgs boson, CERN has been a leader within scientific research facilities. But there are those who believe something else may be going on behind the curtains that the public should get to know. Number five, could the LHC generate a black hole that will swallow the Earth? When CERN first announced the construction of the largest particle accelerator the world has ever seen, theories about what could be generated by that kind of energy began to fly. The Large Hadron Collider was built in order to speed up particles until they are traveling at velocities near the speed of light, before directing them to collide into each other, smashing the particles apart, and releasing a huge amount of energy in the process. It is during this process that some believe black holes will be generated from all the energy and intense forces at the heart of the collision. If a black hole was born with enough mass, it could begin consuming every that surrounds it, starting from the smallest molecules and growing in mass until it generates enough gravitational pull to begin swallowing the Earth. This entire process could occur so fast that no one would have time to react, but the scientists working at CERN say that there is nothing to worry about. While the physics explaining these collisions say there is a chance a black hole will be generated, the probability of that event happening is extremely low. Physicist Michao Kaku even said in a 2008 article about this very topic, 
In my opinion, if an event is so rare that it will probably not happen in the lifetime of the universe, then we physicists should say to the media that it will not occur, period. And even if these black holes were formed, they would be so minuscule in both size and energy that they would evaporate into nothing in a matter of moments. So we may not have to worry about black holes, but there are other theories about what is happening within the Large Hadron Collider that may be harder to disprove. Number four, intense energies have ripped the fabric of reality and something may be leaking in or out. When the LHC is switched on, it takes a lot of energy pumped into the machine in order to accelerate particles while keeping everything cold enough so it doesn't break. Some people believe that concentrating this much energy into one place while forcing particles to collide and explode into fundamental particles could be enough to cause the very fabric of our reality to rip. There are theories in physics, like the multiverse theory, that claim there are countless other universes out there. With the infinite number Number of possible paths our reality can go down, an entirely new universe may be created to explore each of these possibilities. The Large Hadron Collider may have caused our reality to tear and form a connection with other possible universes, causing information from that universe to slip into ours or vice versa. There is no telling what else could make its way through a tear like this, but those who are skeptical of CERN's ambition are worried that it could lead to almost certain destruction. The theory that the LHC could rip a hole in the universe and interact with another is similar to the theory that every black hole is connected by something like a tunnel to a white hole in another universe, forming a sort of bridge between the two where matter and information can flow. But the LHC is not the only piece of equipment that CERN has used to make their groundbreaking discoveries. Number 3. The Mastery of Antimatter Back in the 1920s, renowned physicist Paul Dirac published his paper on the existence of a new form of matter composed of particles with exactly opposite charge from what we ordinarily see, antimatter. Since then, antimatter has become known to be the popular opposite of matter, which will annihilate each other instantly if they were ever to come into contact with each other. CERN has been on the cutting edge of antimatter research for the past five decades, and in 1995, they became the first organization to artificially produce antimatter in the lab. This has led to many theories about what their ultimate goals may be with the antimatter they produce. There has long been talk about the types of spacecraft that advanced alien civilizations may use to be able to travel at speeds faster than light, and one of the top contenders has been crafts that use antimatter-powered engines. The interaction between matter and antimatter is special because they are perfect opposites when they meet. They annihilate each other entirely. Nearly all of the energy contained within the two bits of matter and antimatter is released which could theoretically lead to an energy source that is near-perfect efficiency. Could this source of power be the secret ingredient to warping the fabric of space-time and travel at warp speed? But not all theories are this bright. There are some who believe that this technology could be used to build the next generation of weapons beyond what nuclear weapons are capable of. Number 2. The LHC Made Us Jump Realities Have you heard about the Mandela effects that have been talked about over the past few years? Whether it was Nelson Mandela's death, Curious George's tale, or the Bernstein Bears, collective false memories are a common topic today with numerous examples. But what is the origin of this phenomenon? 
There are some who believe that when CERN flips on the Large Hadron Collider, the energy and forces generated there cause us to jump realities to a parallel timeline, where there are minor differences that may not be noticed for quite some time. In physics, there are many theories that require the existence of an infinite number of parallel universes, all with their own infinite possibilities. All of these universes coexist together within a higher dimension in which, under special circumstances, they can interact and affect each other. Could harnessing that amount of power and smashing particles together to annihilate them and look through the fundamental parts create conditions for our reality to fuse with another? If the multiverse is real and there are entire other universes, there must be a way for them to interact. And maybe researchers just happen to stumble upon one of those ways. Maybe we were never meant to see beyond the atom into the subatomic world, where the laws of physics that control the world at our scale seem to break down, and our reality will be significantly altered by pure accident. Or maybe all this isn't an accident after all. Number one. The LHC will open up a portal to hell. Give me some the scientists at CERN have been accused of working internationally to open some type of portal, either to hell or in order to summon powerful deities to help them control the entirety of Earth. Conspiracy theorists have pointed to a number of pieces of evidence to help support this accusation, like the devil's number 666 appearing in CERN's logo, as well as the circumference of the collider having some significance. They have also pointed to the resemblance of the HLC to the Stargates, seen in popular science fiction works and hinted at the use of alien technology incorporated into CERN's machinery. People have also enjoyed pointing at the two-meter-tall statue of the Hindu deity Lord Shiva the Destroyer at CERN, claiming their goal is to destroy the Earth and rebuild it in their image. While the statue was a gift of a friendship to CERN given from the Indian government, these ideas were bolstered when a prank video involving the statue and a fake human sacrifice was posted by a few workers. CERN has repeatedly assured that the LHC will not open any form of portal either to hell or to summon any powerful deity. So when the LHC is fired up again, let's hope these theories are wrong and a portal to the underworld will not be opened. But if you begin to see shadowy figures out of the corner of your eye, you may know why. Thanks for watching. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you go. So that's that's uh, crazy. That's, that's five crazy things. And all of these things, not all of those things, but we did get into detail about these, all of these aspects of this. If you guys want to dive really deep in CERN, you got to go listen to our CERN episode. Just type in Investigator Earth CERN. You'll find it. Um, but we do get to break down this video because, listen, we're, if we're talking about Mandela Effect and we're talking about CERN, we have to think about what is CERN and why is everyone talking about CERN potentially being involved in the Mandela Effect, right? Well, first, I want to let you guys know that uh, CERN is requesting basically a 20 times bigger collider, right? And we actually talked about this with Ashton when we right. had him on. I don't remember what episode or what we were even talking about on the last episode. 
But when we brought Ashton on, Ashton is is big into engineering right now, electrophysics or or I guess electroengineering and and magnetic force fields and, and all this stuff, right? And uh, CERN, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find other particles. They're they're also looking at antimatter versus matter. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you think of what matter is, what what does matter mean? You probably heard him talk about um, matter. And then you also think about antimatter. Right. And matter is anything you can see. Yeah. Like We're made chair. of matter. We're matter. Your chair, your desk, your TV, anything that is in your reality is matter. Absolutely. And he's talking about antimatter. Antimatter is, uh, it, it'll immediately destroy matter. Right. If it ever they comes in contact. annihilate each other. Yes. If it ever comes in contact with each other, it, it, it destroys each other. Uh, typically what it really is is antimatter will destroy matter, right? That's that's the stronger force, I believe. Right. And so but, if, if it's antimatter, then it's opposite of matter. It is. It's the exact opposite. So it's hard to kind of... Yeah, I'm trying to picture that in my brain. What is antimatter? Well, you got to think about it this way. So matter is mostly made up of atoms, right? So mm-hmm. we are... And atoms is a particle, right? right? And, and protons and neutrons yeah, and, and electrons. Stuff, right? yes. and, mm-hmm. and so these are very basic constructs of our reality. These are our physical constructs of what we can see and what we have been able to scientifically prove of what we're made of. So let's give an example of uh, an atom bomb. So if something is, say that a nuclear power facility has a complete and utter meltdown and you are, say, within that distance of that nuclear power plant, right? Mm -hmm. To where, what does a power plant do? Well, power plants split atoms. So does nuclear bombs. That is how the energy is created from a nuclear bomb or a nuclear power source is by splitting the atom. And that splitting of the atom to create a fission, um, it creates this massive amount of combustible and in insane energy. And it's not even combustible in, in a term of pouring gasoline on something. It is combustible in the force field of atoms, right? And it, and it is a very um, diabolical type thing that we just don't still, normal human beings don't understand how atom bombs or or what they call nuclear bombs or uh, nuclear this, power plants yeah. work. How can and if there were like a nuclear bomb, for example, how it would just you know if you were a person you on evaporate. Earth, you just evaporate. Like if that you're within is a so, certain, yes, it's so hard for my brain to wrap around that yeah, concept. If yeah, if you're within a certain um, area or certain geographical location of where that bomb or especially nuclear power plant complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. If you have an all-out meltdown of a nuclear power plant and you're within a certain distance of that, and by the way, I remember the first time I ever heard this theory, right, or or just a fact of how things would happen. So I was at a lake in South Carolina. It was um, Lake Kiwi, and this was back when I was 14 or 15, I guess it was, and there was a, uh, there was, there was severe storms coming from the east, coming, or sorry, from the west, coming to the east. Mm-hmm. And there was a tornado warning for the county I was in, in a tent on the lake. And so this was a pretty decent tornado. This is one of the this is one of the bigger tornadoes that kind of came through this region in in a while. But there was a um, so they were trying to evacuate the parks or put people in. And so some of the people that actually came to our park, we were right by the nuclear facility. And so some of the actual workers, a couple of the workers from the nuclear plant, um, for whatever reason, was doing evacuations of that area. And so after all this shit was over, now there was an actual tornado that went across the water, mm-hmm. missed the power plant, whatever. But after the fact, we were talking to this nuclear power plant employee, and he was like, just so you know, and we were talking about what would happen in a nuclear meltdown. 
Like what if like what if for some reason some natural disaster or terrorist attack or whatever mm-hmm. calls an all out nuclear meltdown? And he said, Well, it's just basically like if there was an all out nuclear meltdown, you would evaporate. Like and it would evaporate a lot of things for a for a very uh wide radius mileage wise. And so what it what it's doing is is splitting atoms. Mm-hmm. So that nuclear fission or right. or fusion, it's, I guess it's called, is gonna instead of being confined in one certain area. It's going to start splitting atoms. And, and if it splits atoms, what does that mean? Well, that's your body. That's yeah. your physical matter. So that is matter. Yeah, it's matter versus antimatter. Yeah, so antimatter, what they're talking about here is, um, you know, I guess CERN is, is, is highly researching antimatter because if you can figure out how to, how to put antimatter with matter and that, and that fission between the two would create immense power. If you could get it from not destroying each other in the process, right? So that's what they're trying to research. But here, here's what I first thought of. When I heard that the CERN uh, scientists are, are trying to screw with antimatter versus matter, I automatically think of Anthony Fauci just in a different way. <laughs> and, and, and gain a function. See, I'm thinking of yeah, and that makes sense too. I'm thinking about you're screwing the, with yes. you're screwing with the fabrics of life. Well, and it's the same thing when I think about CERN. I'm thinking about screwing with weather. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're that's screwing with the fabrics yeah, of be. life. Yeah, it could be. You know, you have antimatter and matter, and it 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 produces this massive energy which causes these events. Yeah, and, and I think there's whole systems in place to screw with weather. We talked about it with Alana Freeland many times. We talked about it with so many others. Um, but yeah, the antimatter versus matter, I think that you're starting to, uh, have scientists that are mad scientists, uh, the same way we have it with pandemics and diseases and viruses mm-hmm, and all this shit. Mm-hmm. This is what these people are doing with atoms and, and, and actual fabrics of our reality. And, and so when people start screwing with the fabrics of our reality, I'm talking about atoms and things that we don't even know about. They, they, they have literally said that it is possible that we could potentially open up a little black hole. Right. Not a little um, one that could be big and could swallow well, us. But they won't say that. Yeah. They're saying, oh, it's, it's yeah, safe. It's okay. It would okay. dissipate. You know, right. it, probably okay. wouldn't, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But there have been physicists and scientists that said that this is very concerning and we should not be probably doing this research. And this could kill us. Um, what they're doing. And now CERN is asking for a much larger acreage to build a 20 times bigger collider, which is going to produce, I guess, in their belief, uh, a much higher energy or yield or field or, or I guess, research. I don't know. Um, but nonetheless, we're talking about jumping realities. We're talking yes. about some of the things that they're talking about here when we're starting to screw with these with these particles mm-hmm. and we don't know what that is creating now we know that atoms are how we exist and and our matter and and everything we know how we exist but when you start when you start colliding particles that are then dispersing particles throughout the, that particular atmosphere wherever you're doing this at this could open up other realities and other actual particles of physics that we do not even understand and probably don't exist here without them doing this and when you do this you are essentially maybe creating an entire universe within a universe i don't think creating it but maybe no, it's, I, think, I think you're, you're going to it. a parallel universe it's weird because that's what they were talking about is you, to me if it sounds like if you have all these energies coming together and exploding or like all this energy you're emerging universes together or parallel planets or pl- parallel universes together. And that's where the whole Mandela effect comes in. <laughs> because if you're merging these two universes or parallel planets or whatever, it may, let, 
let's say we're identical planets from totally different uh, universes, and we both pretty much gone through the same thing. Like we watch Mickey Mouse, Looney Tunes, whatever, but there's just a few words that are changed from one universe to another. I know yeah. this is really a, a hard concept to think about, but if you think about it in that way, maybe that can help you understand the Mandela effect. If that, you know, have you ever thought about there's got to be somebody that's just like me? Mm. I, I can't be the yeah. only, the only person well, in the world that's be. just like me. Maybe I am here, but have you ever thought about maybe there's you on a, a different planet or a parallel universe? Absolutely. Do you think there's a different you? Yeah, and I think this is a video that I want to play, and, and I hope this is the actual clip I'm thinking of. Now, I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson at all, um, but because I think he's just very uh, close-minded on a lot of aspects, especially UFOs, UAPs, right. other and, dimensions, all this stuff, but... And before you play that, that was very interesting in the article or the video as well, is using this antimatter, I think this is where the technology for um, crafts that we don't know of Maybe. comes from. Maybe, yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, and, and, and but it's also very dangerous, right? And, mm -hmm. and especially if you put this in a weapon, I mean, you think about nuclear, right. if you think nuclear is bad, yes. if you think nuclear is bad, this could, this can, I mean, this could evaporate our entire world, right? I mean, this is the power we're talking about. But anyways, um, they asked Neil deGrasse Tyson on, I think it was the James Corden show. I think this is the clip. I hope it is. I hope this is the one I'm, I'm thinking of, but we're just going to play it and see. And if it's not, then we'll edit this out. But uh, here is what he thinks about simulation theory. Here you go. Or or not. Or something else. I wish I had a good art. Okay. Do you think that we might just be a simulation of something else? I wish I had a good argument against that, and I do not. Just start with a real universe. You say, I'm going to program a universe in your computer and give the life forms in there the belief that they have free will. Then those life forms create a universe within their computer, allowing their life forms to think they have free will. And it's computers all the way down. Now you close your eyes and throw a dart. Which of all of these universes are you most likely to hit? Because only one of them is real. And all the rest are simulations. Just the statistics of that tell us we are probably in a simulation. And further evidence for this is some brilliant alien in his parents' basement is programming us. And anytime tranquility descends upon the earth, something comes in to ruin the whole thing. And I think they program that in just to keep them entertained. They'll throw a Brexit. They'll throw it wars. Just weird stuff just so that they can watch and be entertained while they eat popcorn. <laughs> I was told once that anytime peace does break out, it's because they were called for dinner from their parents. <laughs> So, yeah, so Neil deGrasse Tyson's point is, you know, is it very possible that we're in a simulation theory? And what a simulation theory is, multiple universes created through computers and systems, and that we are all the product of some type of simulation as some type of computer program that we are programmed in a certain way. And Ben Shapiro actually reacted to this clip, and Ben Shapiro said, oh, yeah, so isn't it funny that Neil deGrasse Tyson, he, you know, when they say, oh, there's a God of the universe that created mankind, and they're like, oh, no, 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 it's not possible. And then he says, oh, some alien in his mom's basement. And he's like, yeah, that's possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that That's kind of the concept of there. It, you know, Ben Shapiro reacted that clip. I saw this earlier, and mm -hmm. it was just funny because it was like. Okay, yeah, I'm in an alien's basement, and he's creating me. That's possible, but, but not me, God. Yeah, but to me, this is what it, when I think about, like, assimilation and things like that, I think about being a little, like, tiny thing of somebody else's big world. Right. Yeah. For example, you know, 
when you go outside and you see little bitty ants in mm-hmm. their whole world, they're assimilated into our world in yeah. a way. You know, yeah, somewhat, yeah. we can. We they realize can, we're there, maybe. Some, yeah, but some we can point. play, and we've even done videos of them when you like messed with them or whatever. Yeah. We can assimilate things and make things happen to these ants because we're much bigger than they are. Yeah, right. We can change their reality based on what we do. Yeah, you're right. And if there's somebody bigger than us or smarter than us or something, they could be doing the same thing, changing our reality based on what they do to us. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to think about the Mandela effect and the simulation theory and all of these things, right? I mean, we don't know, right? We don't know what the product we are of. Many people believe we're the product of God. And, and by the way, I believe we're the product of God. Mm-hmm. I do not believe there are many theories, ancient astronaut theory, there is all of these theories out there that believe that, hey, we are created uh, maybe by aliens. Uh, there are people also that believe that we are created uh, or from, you know, we're not created, but we evolved based on a, a you know, a, a microorganism at you know, mm-hmm. millions of right. years ago. Like and the then we bomb. slowly um, developed Sorry. the yeah. big bomb. <laughs> big bomb theory. Well, that might be the next, <laughs> that might be the next one. Might be the next one. Yeah. But no, but yeah, so, you know, there, there's all these theories about all this. But, you know, it's, it's funny to me, though, that, you know, someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I said, I don't like this dude. I think he's completely off kilter with a lot of his theories. But, you know, if you can sit here and say that, oh, well, we we're, there's definitely a potential. We live in a simulation theory and there's some alien that has created this simulation and we're just living in it. But yet these same people are like, oh, God, yeah, right. That's not even possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're saying that aliens are possible right, right. that created us is ridiculous. But in the same stance, I think a lot of those people probably believe in like the flat earth theory, for example, because it's a simulation. No, no, actually more Christians believe in flat earth than than those people. Hmm. Because the firmament and what it talks about in the Bible and all that stuff. Now, I had a very deep theory the other night, which I am not going to go into. Um, damn. You remember the other night? No, I was you, probably you, asleep. Okay. Well, anyways, I, I, I went through <laughs> this whole theory about a lot of things. We went from Israel. We went from all of these things. And I, we were just talking about religion, the Bible, and all of these things. Um, and I, and I, and Sherry was like, you better remember this. And I was like, yeah, I do need to remember this, but it'll come back to me at some point. And I'm not going to go into it on this podcast, but all I'm saying is guys, is that there are things that we don't understand about reality. And how else can I say this? Um, you know, there, there are many people out there that say the past 12 years, I mean, in particular, 12 to 14 years, things have been very different. Things have changed drastically. I mean, they have changed drastically. I remember when I was a uh, when I was a kid, or when I was in high school, or even in even you know in my in my you know younger adult years, twenty years old, twenty five years old. Things have changed so fast since then, and it's like we have been on some type of a merry-go-round that we just got ejected from into some <laughs> into some field of of mortars. I mean, that that's literally what we feel like we are in, and. And there's no necessarily, um, there's no explanation for this. I think many people are trying to figure this shit out. But what I can say is like, for example, the Mandela effect, there is a lot more of the Mandela effect than, than we've ever seen. Now, is that partly because of so many people are talking about it and sharing it? I don't know. But we've had social media for a while. And, and there's one thing I want to make people very clear about is that 
you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, social media was less censored than it is now. So we didn't have Mandela effects like we do now. We we did not have, um, I mean, ten years ago, people were sharing things on social media that were going viral and they were uncensored. People were not uh, social media companies were not censoring what they were sharing. Uh, if there was ever a time for people to 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 talk about something like a Mandela effect or like a Shazam or like all of these things mm-hmm. to where it would go viral around the world, that was then. It was nine, eight, ten years ago. Nowadays, social media, everything is censored, but everyone is fleeing the social media to to speak out and say, no, I remember this shit. And why why when I look this up, it is not coming up as what I remember. Um, we are we are in far more of a censored environment as far as social media goes than we've ever been. So the fact that this the fact that this we are more social media now than we mm-hmm. were eight or nine years ago, that's right. not true. I get what you're saying. Eight or nine years ago, it was far more uh wide open for anybody to say anything, to, to talk about anything. And nowadays, ten years from now, I mean ten years ago, ten years in the future now, mm-hmm. we have censorship, unless you're on X and you even still kind of have censorship over there. All I'm saying is people are starting to wake up, they are starting to see things that don't make sense. They are starting to call this shit out, and they're saying, "What the hell is going on?" So, do you think why is that everything flipped? The Mandela effect could be based on censorship as well. The no. way that could change our history. No, I'm no, I no. My point is, is that eight or nine years ago, it was if, way if, different, right? Yeah, it and, was. And, we had more, you know, we we had more freedom of speech. We didn't have censorship back then because you know social media was just coming out. Yeah, and no, and no one was talking about um, Mandela effect. No one was talking about movies that they knew at that time existed, but now nowadays it mm-hmm. doesn't exist according to the internet. But I don't think you got my question. I think now that we do have social media and we do have censorship, could censorship affect the oh, Mandela yeah. I effect? You. I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think. Well, I think that's what it is. I mean, yeah, we've talked about that earlier. I mean, with Google, like if you look up. Shazam or or other things that you thought existed but didn't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, are they changing our reality? Mm-hmm. Even through just the internet? I mean, I understand the CERN thing, right? There, People are saying well, maybe we've opened up an interdimensional port, uh, portal or we have a parallel universe we've opened up in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, or could it just be the fact that what the guy said earlier in the clip we played? Are they experimenting with changing our history, uh, whether it be a phrase at a time, a a word at a time, a movie at a time, a letter, a letter, or is that just everyone's just crazy and they're thinking something that never happened? And there is a mass consensus of people that believe that this happened, but it didn't. You guys are crazy. And this is some kind of psychological thing that you guys are just thinking about. And it's not true because of social media. Mm-hmm. And that, that goes back to my point. Right. We had social media eight, nine years ago. We mm-hmm. didn't do this shit. Right. Nowadays, censorship is full and alive and well, which, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up because that probably is more so towards what's actually happening versus 
portals, maybe. Mm-hmm. It is censorship trying this, to change history yes. in incremental ways to then to then exasperate that over the next five or ten years to where they can completely change, change it, mm-hmm. especially what has happened over the past four or five years. I mean, think about this. COVID vaccine. Yes. Uh, deaths. All this all shit. All of it. They can change to, the history. Yeah, and they're going to say, oh, and yeah, you delete guys, it. Delete you, everything that, sorry, I'm sorry, but delete everything that we know, the vaccines, what's going on, the harmful effects of everything. They're just going to delete that out of our memories. Yeah, you're going to say, oh, yeah, you guys remember a pandemic? COVID? No, that didn't even exist. You guys are crazy. There was no pandemic. There was absolutely no pandemic whatsoever. Oh, and you guys think there was emergency use authorization? Oh, my God. Dude, that's Mandela effect, bro. You guys thought something, but it actually didn't happen, right? Um, that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? And and so so here here's kind of to wrap it, to start wrapping this up. Is this some portal or dimension? I think that's what the powers that be want you to believe it is. Okay. That's what they want you to believe. Mm -hmm. If the Mandela effect is anything more than just our brains, misremembering things all of a sudden, for some reason whatsoever that everyone remembers all the shit that didn't actually happen. And there are a lot of people that remember things a certain way. How do you just convince a large portion of people to believe that something was absolutely this, but was, was actually this. Yeah. How how do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, because why are it, why is so many people remembering the wrong thing? That doesn't make sense. If there was a couple people remembering, no, it was this way, but everyone is like, no, 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 I'm going to show you it was yeah. this way. Yeah. But when the majority of the people remember something one way and it's not that way, that's when you're thinking, okay, there's something going on here. You know what the thing is that I also, when I started really researching Mandela Effect, um, and it was probably like four or five months ago, but I started, you know, I was just looking on X. I was seeing some of these posts. I was looking on some other posts, Reddit and, um, and even just the internet. And, and, and then I started seeing the media and how they were having to respond to all these claims and, and this mass media effect, you know, I, I, we always say on this podcast many times, anytime mass media comes out in full support of something, you better start thinking about what the hell the actual adverse, <laughs> right, um, the opposite, yeah, the opposite of that, right? <laughs> And, um, and so, so when I started seeing that, I was like, okay, this is weird. But then I started seeing some of the things. And, and so when I saw Shazam, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. I, and, and this is actually how, by the way, before the Mandela effect, this is what got me on the Mandela effect. I saw a post of the, uh, of the Shazam box card of the VHS, right? Mm-hmm. Just a picture on social media. I wasn't looking at Mandela effect whatsoever. This was probably a year ago, maybe. Wasn't looking that shit up. I was just scrolling, saw the picture of the movie Shazam with uh, Sinbad and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I think, was in it. And I was like, damn, I remember that movie. That's crazy. And I clicked on it. And then I was like, and I was reading like Mandela effect. I was like, what the, what the fuck is this talking about? Is it, And then it said this movie never existed. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because the reason I clicked on the freaking movie was because I remember it. It was like a. Kind of like a heartwarming thing in my childhood. Right. And another movie that you really liked was that Time Machine something. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. yeah hot Tub Time Machine. Well, that's, I wonder that's that's if that has anything to do with the Mandela effect. No, that's real. <laughs> that is real. Um, the Hot Tub no, Time I'm Machine No, I'm just saying the whole, you know, movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But there's also been reports that, you know, could they open up portals to hell? I mean, there's been physicists that say that they could do this with the CERN collider. Now, I don't know what that exactly means, but, you know, um, they do have many 
you know, signs of devil stuff. The CERN does. I mean, their yeah, logo, their yeah. logo is six six six. Um, they got the Lord Shiva, the, 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 the destroyer outside of their main, uh, office, the collider, uh, that is a devilish type destroyer of worlds and earth. Why the, why the hell would you have a symbol outside of a, a particle collider that many people already speculate is very bad for our, for our reality. And yet you have the Lord of destroyers, which is Lord Shiva, uh, out front of your facility. Right. And, and then your logo is also 666. And I guess it's the way it's turned. It doesn't really look like 666 unless you no, look at it, right? No, it, it is six. It's just it's just six, and then it's turned another way six, and then mm-hmm. it's turned another way six. It's, I mean, it's a six. Well, why do they have Satan after-school programs for kids? Yeah. It's the same thing. You would not think that you would want that in any kind of public school, but it's happening. So some of the speculation, by the way, here with the uh, with CERN and the hell portal and what some of these physicists, I mean, look, there are physicists that believe that they are trying to open up a portal to hell. And then you have conspiracy theorists to believe that or, you know, I don't know if I don't know if you want to call them conspiracy theorists, but that they're trying to open up these portals to to bring them into our earth. It's almost like a large Ouija board in some sort, right? To bring them in to gain power over the world, right? But that um, kind of makes sense. To open up a portal. It kind of makes sense when you talk about they're opening up this Ouija board because now, 10 years ago, I didn't think this way, but now I do. When I think about UFOs or UAPs or aliens or even spirits or ghosts, to me, they're clumped in one thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think that ghosts and spirits were completely different no. than like aliens yeah. and, you know, out of out of the world stuff. But to Physical me beings, now, yeah. like after everything I've learned, they're all clumped into one big phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. they're doing that. And then during the video, they were talking about... If you collide these um, particles together, it causes this massive energy, and that's where you get almost like the reverse technology that aliens have. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not only that, I mean, interdimensional, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Are, are they really trying to break into the interdimensional right. realms? Well, they are. Yeah. That is what they're doing. They're trying to figure out the universe through other dimensions, and they're trying to use particles and trying to find new particles to find those dimensions. Mm -hmm. So what CERN is doing is trying to break through dimensions. Right. And so is maybe the fact that why the the fact that CERN is 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 doing these these experiments with the Hadron Collider. Mm -hmm. And now if you think about it. Look at all the accounts of potential UFOs and UAP uh, activity in our world. Yeah, especially recently, especially since, uh, you know, CERN has been really active. Right. And you talking about interdimensional, I think, too, with CERN, they came up to, what, 14 different dimensions that they could find or something? Yeah, I think they said there's probably 14. There's probably much more. But, I mean, if you look at... Found up to fourteen well, I don't dimensions. Know, I don't know if they found it, but I think they, based on their research, I think at least ten that they knew for sure probably was existing based on their research. I think they said at the very least, based on their research, there was probably an additional four. But then even on CERN, I don't know if it was CERN's website or the scientists that talked about this. You know how much power that someone that could harness a tenth dimension would mm-hmm. have would mm-hmm. be God powers. Um, and the Higgs boson particle, right. which is the God particle, uh, you know, it is, uh, there's a reason why they're trying to find this particle. I think the reason personally why they're trying to find the God particle, which they found was the Higgs boson. Yes. But they want to be able to utilize and manipulate this particle, this energy and this dimension, because they want to be God. 
I mean, the, make no mistake about this. They call it a God particle for a reason. For a reason, yeah. Um, they want to be God, but they're also opening up forces fields of other dimensions maybe to also summon demons. We don't know. Yeah, we really don't know what they're opening up. And it's kind of like what you said before. Portal it's hell. kind of opening up things like when you do the Ouija board. You're opening up things that you don't know what you're opening yourself up to. Yeah, I, I think... Um, yeah, I've always been like one of those people that like, you know, I don't know that Ouija boards are real or not, but I, I do believe that there are a lot of people that have fucked a Ouija or screwed, sorry, screwed a Ouija board. <laughs> I boards. have. I did a lot when I was younger. We yeah. thought it was just a game, but it, I don't think it was a game because I have a lot of residual effects from that. Yeah, I think anytime you try to or you start to open yourself up to things like that, right, that that could be demonic or it could be. Um, whatever. I, I think that aspect is demonic, and I think that's just on a spiritual energy level, right? You can connect with that realm. Mm -hmm. There are realms for sure. And we're going to, by the way, we guys, we are going to have an, an episode out very soon about our experience recently, but down by the river, we're going to we're gonna do that episode. Um, we're going to talk about all that because it was weird and is it was it very strange. down by the river or down by a river? Down by a river. Sorry. <laughs> I had to, I had to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so we're going to have that episode out uh, as soon as well. But, guys, I do want to mention we do have Facebook. We do have Twitter slash X. Uh, we post our personal stuff on Facebook, and we communicate with you guys. The very best way you can interact with us pretty quickly is just go to our Facebook, send us a message, or go to our X, send us a message. It doesn't matter. Um, there are things that we're constantly posting about every single day on X that we don't necessarily get to on this podcast, or we may never get to. It depends. But they're all very important things. We do encourage you guys to go follow us on X. We do encourage you to follow us on Facebook. Um, we did uh, our last episode was with Dr. Pete Ricola. We had some very strange things go on uh, with our podcast with him after we did this podcast about COVID-19. We're not even going to talk a lot about this this, mm. this subject on this podcast because... It's like, um, cold, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> but we had one of the leading cardiologists in the world on our podcast uh, the last episode, and we had to re-upload that episode because... Well, they didn't put, you know, and by the way, we are supported by ads. So if you guys hear um, commercials on our podcast, that is how we are supported. That's that is how the we get only, paid. Yeah, that's the only way we make any money on the podcast. We don't have a patron page or no. anything like that. So. No, well, we do have Substack, but we, yeah. you know, we don't, we, we, we don't do utilize more, it. Yeah, we want to do more over there. But the only way that we are compensated at all for any of this stuff um, and it's not a ton, but it is just by you hearing ads. And we we appreciate you listening to those ads. Um, but, yeah, it was last night that we had um, we had Dr. Peter Ricola on. And he was talking about a very serious subject, which was COVID. And, uh, by the way, I think that episode could save a lot of lives based on what he said and protocols to de-spike, de-protein spike, protein, whatever. I'm not even going to go into on this episode, but I do encourage you guys to go listen to that episode um, but if you guys were wondering why we had to re-upload, it's because, well, they screwed us, I think, or someone screwed us with uh, monetization on that, and we re-uploaded it. I don't know, um, but it could save people's lives nonetheless. Um, but, guys, let us know, by the way. Send us a message on Facebook or X. Have you had an, a Mandela Effect experience? Uh, is there things that you guys thought you'd remember but you didn't? Um, what are your thoughts? We want to know your thoughts, by the way. When we have these episodes, we would love to have you send us a message. And we'll look, Sherry, Sherry or I will take time out one or two days a week, and we will reply to all of you guys. We want to hear what your thoughts are. 
Tell us what your Mandela effects have been. Go to our Facebook, go to our X, send us a message, either or, or you can do it on Instagram, even though we don't go to Instagram often, but go to our Facebook or um, X. Send us what your Mandela effects have been. Send us things that you remember um, that they say didn't exist. Um, or maybe do a Facebook page about that, a status, yeah, so that we can all share our own opinions instead of it's just coming to us. Because I think that would be way better. Yeah. So maybe we'll create one. But nonetheless, just uh, go follow us on Facebook and send us a message if you want. We will create a post um, about the Mandela effect, and you guys can share all your stuff over there on Facebook. Um, we'll probably also post this on X as well. Uh, we did we did post a couple of videos actually recently on Facebook yesterday, and it was about um, the happenings of illegal migrants that were jumping NYPD officers. They got no views. Um, I mean, there was there was like 20 people that saw it, and then the, I posted a subsequent follow-up video after they got released from prison or, mm-hmm. or jail, not prison. Jail. Released from mm-hmm. jail with no bail, and no one saw that video <laughs> because Facebook is censoring it. Anything that has to do with anything that is against America or destroying America, they want to make sure you don't see it. So, guys, if you do follow our Facebook, you do follow our updates that we're posting videos, we're posting the things that you guys need to see on a daily basis, go mm-hmm. over there and follow us. Make sure you just make sure you don't just depend on it being on your timeline. Make sure you're actually going to check our timelines because uh, social media will censor stuff we post. So. And I just have to say, Ken Good called the no bell reform stuff oh, and what's going on. And look at this now that's going on with all the uh, the immigrants. Yeah, yeah, Ken Good, uh, a, a great guy, um, a lawyer, attorney in Texas that is over bail reform, and and um, yeah, he's called this, and and we probably need to have Ken back on actually to talk about some of this stuff. But but guys, let us know your opinion and thoughts on this. We love each and every single one of you. Um, we're gonna end with the same song we introed, uh, "Come Around, Be So Lucky" by Tori Wolf. Until next time. We love you. Peace out. Peace out, guys. Peace.